Last night, we got a new set for AEW, which looked more modern, and we got a new champion, which I didn't see coming, but there's a lot of the same old, same old shit. And I'll break it all down here after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Back again, gotta say, Dynamite. <laughs> Excuse me. Hit and miss. I will say the new set looks nice. New logo. Um, I'm a fan of the older one, but... Excuse me. I don't know if you guys noticed my wardrobe. I go with the darker colors just because why? Because they match with everything. So, you know, black and yellow from Pennsylvania, Steelers, Vanya, all that. But I do like the new thing. I think it's much... Uh, much improvement, more modern, I'd say, approach on the logo and the set. And all of that, uh, and the production quality seemed uh, improved as well when Hulu wasn't, you know, fuzzing out on me every couple of minutes. I don't know. It's been acting stupid here lately, but don't worry if you tell them about it acting stupid. They'll just repeatedly tell you that, you know, they've heard reports about that and they're working on it, which they've been telling me for over a year. You know, and it's really weird because some weeks it's good, some weeks it isn't. But really good job, again. Looks kind of machine-like, you know, with all the big screens and all that there. But, you know, again, it's been the same thing for forever, and it's a very big, you know, change from what they had. And, you know, improvement, again, of the overall production quality and all that isn't a bad thing. We'll see what they do with it. But... I like it. I dig it. Uh, you can totally put thought into it, but eh. see where it goes. Again, I was hoping there'd be more you know, of the old and the new you know, mix just because I like that setup, but either way, when the, my TV you know, and all that was working properly and there was no weird glitchiness happening, it did look a lot better. So kudos to them. <laughs> now to the actual part of the show that matters, the wrestling part. Again, sorry for the throat. We're perfectly fine all morning until right before I hit the button. But I was surprised they let Ricky Starks win. You know, that one, again, was a good match. You know, I'm not taking that anything away from Chris or Ricky and the fact that Chris can still have, you know, those kind of matches now. Yeah. Speaks volumes about him. You know, at the age of he's at the shape he got himself into, you know. <clears throat> I thought it was a good thing. Again, just like my throat working perfectly fine all morning until now. What are the odds? Um, Yeah, I didn't like all the stupid that happened during the match because there's always so much stupid that happens during the match. <clears throat> Whether it's, you know, Daddy Magic and the other guy, Jake... Anna and Ty, Sammy, like there's always so much stupid that always happens. In his matches, in their matches normally, and most importantly, after the matches, which we saw happen. And, you know, that absolutely, you know, it's, it's really fucking stupid at this point and ridiculous that there has to be that much interference and stupid both before, during, and after pretty much all of the matches on AEW. So hopefully the other get away from that, but I was, again, surprised that Ricky got it. He has momentum. I mean, he put on a hell of a match. He put probably his best promo ever right before him and 
MJF went at it. And then that match was, you know, one of the best we've ever seen him do. So he has everything going in the right direction, but then, you know, he got mauled like that. We probably won't see him for a while. And, you know, they always seem to do that shit, which is one of their biggest problems because they finally get some kind of momentum going for people and then they maul and destroy them and we don't see them for weeks. So I don't know, but was surprised they let him win. Uh, Again, stupid. Look at all the interference tag title matchup, just way too much stupid. Now we're going to see it. No holds barred, which means it's just going to be legal stupid. And why do they need to have it pretty much all the time, which is, again, really one of the big downers for me is just how much stupid there is just across the fucking board. It's really lazy writing or creative or whatever you want to call what they have. Like it really is because it's just all the time. Like it's okay when it happens here and there, but every single match, you know, you have an overinflated roster, so you have to, you know, have, and they want to use as many people as they can in all these groups and doing stuff. But how many times does it need to happen before, you know, we're allowed to say enough is enough because that's just uh, ridiculous. Another ridiculous thing is when they want us to act surprised down the road when I'm guessing it's going to be Brit turns on Jamie and they're going to, Want us to all go, ooh, ah, and be shocked by it. No one's going to. I think it'll lead to good matches and stuff, but it's all going to happen. They're going to want us to be like, uh-huh, I didn't see that coming, even though we all saw it coming. Uh, hook, so much momentum at the beginning, so over. And then we have random stuff with Hook housing, random stuff here. He's gone. Now he's with Jungle Boy out of nowhere. Like, it's so random all the time. Like, you know, can't we just... Have them going out there and just doing matches and solid stuff instead of just being here, there, and everywhere, vanishing for times and then just showing up randomly for people. Like the character they built made no sense for him. The team with, you know, Dan Housen to make Hook Housen. And then after that, it was just PC later. Now suddenly with Jungle Boy. I don't like it. The fuck's the point of building him up that way and then have him do all that silly shit? I don't like it. I'd like to see him do something more, uh, creative or be used but again there's so many people where are they going to stick them and it's a giant problem but how do you build them as this big emotionless just get the job done and leave and then he's randomly just showing up and teaming up with random people all the time after not seeing him for months like I think that is ball being dropped stupid but you know never wrote this stuff but I could tell you when the stuff kind of sucks and that's not a good thing uh, there's a giant waste of time with Brian Danielson wrestling Tony Nice, but I did enjoy MJF and Brian after the match. Uh, MJF's line about you know bringing up Lance Storm and Dean Malenko, and if they were able to have a baby, it's a little more charisma than Brian Danielson. If I could be serious for a moment, neither of them really had the biggest, the you know, most charismatic things, but damn, could they wrestle? And I still remember both of them, which you can't do about you know. A lot of people, you hear their names and you automatically think of things. So that's a very good thing to at least have going for them. Uh, Brian getting jokes about MJF's mom and her human suitors. The Brian looking like a goat but not being a goat. You know, there's a lot of stuff that went back to WWE. And, you know, other things. We got to see Brian make jokes about his mom, which I didn't, you know, really didn't actually think that one was going to happen. So good for him. We just never got to see him do anything like that. And then for the longest time now. He hasn't been in anything really serious. So him and MJF, I think, is good. He's not going to win the title, even though, you know, I don't think the world, I mean, the world would freak out, but they'd absolutely lose their minds, even though him being champion at least makes sense because of what he can do. But I think he's going to give match a, you know, Max a hell of a match 
in that Iron Man match, which is going to be killer. Too bad I won't be able to watch it, but damn it, that's going to be good. So make sure everyone, you let me know how it goes and what's happening from it because it's going to tear the house down. And we're going to get good matches leading up to it, but it's good to see him have something. Tony Schiavone gets, you know, the line of the night with the do it, dumbass, do it. I don't know. There's just something about hearing someone call someone a dumbass. Makes me smile. Thank all the times. Jesus Christ, he's old. And tell him to go away and all that. But, you know, calling someone a dumbass. It's true. And big problem of it. Max saying he's the best pro wrestler in the world. And the title proves it. I'm just going to say two words and drop the mic, even though I can't physically drop the mic because I don't want to break the thing. But Jinder Mahal, David Arquette. I'll see myself out now. Because they are also, you know, champions, and we all know why Jinder got it. And our academy wasn't going to say no, like that was just dumb. But title nowhere near makes someone the best wrestler on the planet. The person makes the title, you know, important. The title doesn't make the person. So I did have a problem with that part of it. But I thought that, you know, they did a good job. <clears throat> Otherwise, we got to see some personality out of it. I just wish we didn't have the useless match with Tony Nese because that was like 12 seconds. It's really what it felt like. And we could have saved the time just to let them talk more instead of wasting time with a nine-second match. I know it gets shorter every time, but it really was that short. If you fucking watched it, that was short. Build up all the stuff for Tony Nese. He spent more time posing than they did doing any offense. Like, I don't understand it. I don't know why they keep using him. Now, he's got charisma. He's got a look, but, you know, he's got something. But, you know, not it. Sorry. Why waste the time with the match? Again, they like to waste time. And that 14 seconds could have been used somewhere else. In my opinion, again, another waste of time. Swerve beat AR Fox after Parker, you know, Boudreaux gets involved. Opposite Mountain, that Tom McDonald looking, you know, lookalike dude. Them doing their thing again, like usual, more interference and stupid happening because it happens literally in. Almost every single match they do. This is over an hour into the show, and we didn't have a match without it. And sometimes repeatedly in matches, so proves my point. I will say at least Renee looked good in the segment with Tony Storm, Soraya, and Hikaru Shida. And after all the builds, Soraya announced Tony Storm will be her partner next week. Does that mean it could change? Yes, but, you know, after all the build, that's what we're going to get. I'm sure with the way Shida looked at her, something stupid will happen, but... You know, I just don't see what, you know, good Sasha coming out, you know, Mercedes Monet, whatever the hell she wants to call herself now. I, I don't see what good would do for her to come over just to be in that match. It, you know, I don't get it. And if they really did build it up, that was going to be something cool and it really comes down to Tony Storm. Like, <laughs> that'd be one of the biggest letdowns we've had in a very long time. So, uh, Hopefully not, but she looked pissed, so at least I think that's going to lead to something with her and Tony or her and Soraya, and those would be good things, so I'm okay with that. I absolutely fucking hate the guns, and I wrote hate a lot of times after that. I really do. I just can't look at them. Don't get it. Don't like them. There's something about literally just the way they look. I know it's not nice to pick on people for that, but I'm a goofy-looking son of a bitch, so I could pick on people for being goofy-looking sons of bitches, and there's just something about them. Makes my skin crawl. I don't know, but I don't like them. Uh, the match 
where we saw Red Velvet and Jade Cargill defeat Kara Hogan and Sky Blue. At least they looked improved, you know, from you know over the last year. Not a big jump, but they have improved, so I'll give them that. And, you know, Kara Hogan being against them is a good thing for her. Her ass looked good. Yada, yada, yada. I'll just throw all that stuff out there. Hate me all you want. I did say they improved well before I got to that point in breaking up the baddies. You know, they never under, you know explained really at all, really, why Red Velvet and her were there. So see her gone and Velvet showing signs. You know, I think that's best for all of them to keep doing it because they really weren't doing anything throughout the whole thing. So good for that. And again, they didn't explain. They were just there one day. So... There was really nothing there, but in Sky Blue, you know, she's come a long way. So, you know, from where she was, just, you know, you could tell just by, you know, length of match that she's having with people that, you know, there has to have been, you know, I'm not lazy or crazy or anything else for saying that it looks like she's improved so much just because the matches are going longer, which means people have more faith in her to have longer matches. So it's not just, you know, a few minutes, you know, they get a commercial break and they get a sustained match, which, is a good sign for improvement. Everyone should, no matter what you feel about the AEW women's division, at least they have shown, you know, small signs of improvement. Not the greatest thing on the planet. They're far from that, but they are getting better slowly. Even if it's only a little bit here and there, they desperately needed it. So kudos to them. And you can shit all over them all you want. I'm not going to for, you know, that. Because at least they're improving. What more can you ask for, really, in all that? And then main event, I'm going to say I didn't see the ending coming. And him beating Joe, so congrats to, you know, Darby Allen for being Samoa Joe for the TNT Championship. Honestly, didn't see it coming. Was actually going to go do other things, leave the room, you know, when it came on. Glad I didn't. And congratulations to him. But all those spots, I'm worried about, you know, Darby. And I put him in the same spot. Is let's say a Mick Foley <clears throat> before the machine, even you know, Hell in a Cell, damn, it's text me. Darby did that, he'd be dead. But I'm saying before that, reminds me of Mick trying to get to the dance. Why? Because Mick wasn't in the greatest shape, he wasn't the most athletic looking human being, didn't have the fanciest moveset from all these people. And he came in the era of giants, really. There's a lot of them there, and all that, and crazy characters like he, but he took. What he could do, which is beating his body to death, and it got him where he is, but look what he's paying for now. Look at the size of Darby. What do you remember? Him just lawn darting himself here, there, and everywhere off stages, bouncing off. Like, the kid's going to feel it, you know, someday, and I'm worried about next. There's just so many spots where you go, God, there's not a way that didn't actually really, really hurt. So I hope, you know, he makes it long. Dan said he's not going to make it to 30. I don't know how long, but... Hopefully we find a way where he could still do the same thing, but without just beating his body to death. I mean, I think he would have learned something from Jeff being there, but still a good match. And again, I didn't see it coming, you know, Darby winning there, especially in his hometown. So congratulations to him on that. I just, you know, hope it leads to something good. And those damn spots, like there's only so much that little body could take. No matter how big you are. What... Those bumps are going to add up fast. Just look at Jeff. And, you know, I literally am worried about it. I think he could, you know, he's super entertaining. He's just so tiny that, you know, he has to beat himself to death. <clears throat> and that's his character and all that. And it's just, 
hopefully it doesn't lead to misery, you know, sooner than later, but only time will tell with that. Still proud that, you know, congratulations to him on getting the title. I didn't think they were going to have Joe lose it just because the way they've been building him and all that, but congratulations to him. Hopefully it leads to, you know, some good matches just because I really think the TNT title has been forgotten for in 2022. Let's go with that. Yeah, it started out with a bang. Kind of, at least there were good matches going on, but then, you know, you really didn't talk about it. So we'll see what that goes into in 2023. But before we get to 2023, you know, why does there have to be, like, literally until those last, you know, two matches, there was interference at least one time, not multiple in every single match. Why the fuck does there have to be, you know, interference in every single match? A lot of them repeatedly. But two of them, sorry, lazy writing, lazy booking, lazy whatever the fuck they're doing. I know you got a lot of people, but every single match does not have to have some kind of interference. Literally. And if you think about the Jade Cargill and Red Velvet thing, that was just them playing stupid with each other. And her walking away, like, it was just, it doesn't need to happen. Right better. Literally, when it's once or twice a night, sure, but when it's 90% of the night, it doesn't have to happen every time. So can we do... We do better with that because that's fucking ridiculous that it actually happens that much. Comment somewhere, tell me where I'm wrong, but holy shit, do we need to have interference in all but two matches all the time? If not all matches, some nights, like that's. And I don't even count the Brian match because it was like 12 seconds long. That doesn't even count. That's ridiculous. And there might have been interference. I don't remember because it was that short. So 2023, less random matchmaking, less lazy writing, because there's a lot of it. Better storytelling and actual long-term storytelling, not just the short random stuff that we see all the time, less interference all the time. And I guess we're just looking for one word, being consistency, and not just random here, there, and everywhere, because right now they have the consistency of goot shit with a lot of it. But that's where I'm going to leave it for the day. So thanks for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. Share the sun, bitch out, YouTube, Apple, Google Podcasts, everywhere. And until next time, I'm out. Deuces. Peace.